you please tell the Halloween story? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we you can tell me like two yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We we had to go to Austin. Don't, uh, don't say where though. Don't no, say no, no. Okay, so we went to Austin for a mm-hmm. Halloween show, and he showed up. Alex showed up in a complete black morph suit with an alien mask on. <laughs> What is up? Welcome to the Sloppy Syndicate Show. We will be sure to pleasure your ear holes once again on this episode. Uh, we have a Stonehaven hard rock band based out of Texas. Uh, the best way I can describe this band, if Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, Allison Chains, and Stone Temple Pilots had an orgy, you would get Stonehaven. So without further ado, and without any more orgy talk, let's go ahead and bring Stonehaven on. <laughs> What is up? How you fellas doing? How's it going? Good, good. So we got the orgy talk out of the way. So uh, that's what you guys could be um, kind of, uh, you know, referred to as good old classic rock and roll. So um, you guys formed in 2020. So relatively new band, uh, but you guys are kicking ass for sure. Um, So if you want to kind of go around the room, let us know uh, who you are, what you play. Start with right the drum, man. Yeah, I'm Mason. I play uh, rhythm guitar and I'm the vocalist. I'm a Chase. I'm lead guitar and backup vocals. Uh, Dalton. Yeah. I'm the drummer. Uh, I'm Richard. I'm the newest bassist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, folks, and we uh, we have to roast him uh, just for being a new uh, bassist. So um, if you got any, uh, throw them in the comments. We are streaming live on Facebook, yeah. Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, so, yeah. right. <laughs> No, we'll take it easy. We'll take it easy on you. So, but uh, tell us what uh, what kind of inspired the four of you, uh, or you know, you know, to start up the band in in twenty twenty. Well, I, I don't know. Did I, well, I guess okay. it kind of started. So Chase and I graduated together, yeah. and we kind of went our separate ways after high school. He went to OU, and I went to play ball off in Kansas. And once COVID hit, we come back from school. And he was he was playing more like country bands and southern rock, and I kind of went like more in the metal range. And I think we both were kind of feeling like it kind of puts us in a box. So we wanted more freedom to write and kind of express our own ideas. So one day he texted me and was like, "Hey, do you know how to play the guitar?" I was like, <laughs> "Sure, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> this, this was like November of 2019, and uh, I was looking around. I had just gotten done with, like he said, kind of another country band, and. Uh, I was like, man, I got to find somebody that'll sing and really put it out there. I'd, I'd always loved rock and roll. So I knew Mason from high school. I didn't even play guitar in high school, and I didn't really talk much to Mason in high school, but I knew he played. So I hit him up, and he came out to the place one day, and uh, it was November of 19. We jammed for 30 or 45 minutes, but it really wasn't much jamming because he was playing metal riffs. <laughs> I was trying to play the blues and play country tunes. So we didn't talk again until February of 20, and we got together and said, all right, we got to make it work. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell them about, about the Ice House? Oh, yeah, we did a couple open mics. I guess that would be dated as the beginning of Stonehaven. We did a couple local open mics here, and uh, we showed up with two electric guitars and, like, 
three tunes, a Bon Jovi tune, a Van Halen tune, and uh, and maybe like a, a cover of like an old Motley Crue tune. Yeah, an old Motley tune and, uh, and with electric Robbie guitars. Was. Two two players, no drums or anything. <laughs> <laughs> we showed up. We went there two weeks in a row, and after the second week, they politely told us to not come back unless we could find acoustics. So we found a drummer instead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We, <laughs> we said, all right, no more open mics. We went and uh, we went on Facebook because who doesn't these days? That's like the uh, that's like the back in the paper. Motley Crue went to the papers to find Mick. We went to Facebook and we found Dalton. <laughs> and uh, at the time, we were just like any drummer will work. So Dalton hits us up and he said that he was he had been drumming for a while and. Uh, we didn't tell him, but we're like, we, you got the spot, you know, if you can, <laughs> you got the spot, but he came out to the place. Uh, he auditioned, I guess, kind of, we never, we didn't even have tunes to play. We just got together and jammed for a little bit. That's kind of how it's always been though. We've never been big into cover tunes. We've always, when we get together, if we're going to jam out, it won't be over another person's song. It'll just be whatever one of us comes up with. But, awesome. And yeah. uh, so what, uh, what, what are some of your musical influences? What kind of pushed you, uh, like you, you two said, you guys went to school and, and, and kind of came back and started uh, in the music uh, industry. So what kind of pushed you or, or what, uh, you know, why did you pursue Stonehaven? Uh, for me personally, it was, uh, I found a really deep passion for the guitar and I really loved it. I really loved electric guitar when you could play it loud and you could, pretty much play and not care what anybody else said about it. So started finding out about all these rock bands and that was their whole thing is <laughs> they didn't care what other people thought. And so uh, I got back, started working on my chops and going from country stuff to rock and roll stuff, checking out all the bands. And I fell in love with everything from the early seventies to the late nineties. Yeah. I've always been kind of a rock and roll guy. Like I grew up, the first CD I ever owned was uh, Isolate and Medicate by Cedar. So that was, and then that's how I got introduced really broadly to like Motley Crue and Van Halen and everything. And then like, I just went down the years. I was just loving everything at a young age. So I've always kind of like enjoyed rock and roll. I really stuck with like Soundgarden and Alice in Chains and guys like that. And I love making, making music like that. And uh, the drummer and the bassist, I know they're extremely talkative, but uh, let us know. <laughs> what you, do, so. you got the biggest Zeppelin fan right here. Yeah. Yeah. This, Dalton loves Zeppelin. This one, this one. He's got like John Bonham and stuff all tatted on one arm. Oh, sweet. Nice. Yeah. I've been growing up, like, I've listened to everything. Like, it goes from country to jazz to rock, all that type of stuff. And I've listened to. Alice in Chains, Zeppelin, Nirvana, all of them from like. Yeah, and this is perfect because whatever Rich answers is we're going to learn about him at the same time that yeah. you're learning. He's we haven't inside. asked him. Dude, yeah. I'm, I'm the worst. I mean, I couldn't name you a single Zeppelin song or any of these guys, honestly. Uh, uh, he's I, fire, guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, no, I really, I met these guys because I was trying to, kind of push out of my comfort zone. I grew up doing a lot of classical violin, actually. Um, and then later started, moved over to bass because I was so tired of, like, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so tired of violin, so I moved over to bass and 
classical still wasn't fitting it. Uh, then I started doing a lot of jazz with my uh, high school jazz band. Um, after high school, I joined the uh, Tulsa indie scene, actually, for, for quite a while. I was driving three hours from Kansas to Tulsa every weekend to go play out there uh, yeah. with a couple people. Um, and then, yeah, I, I took a hiatus from playing for two, three years and finally found these guys on Facebook and decided I was going to go ahead and go for it, try something new out. Follow, follow the passion. I mean, what'd be really cool. Uh, we got uh, some folks in the chat. Let me say hello before I forget. Uh, so Dan C what's up. Thanks for, uh, popping, popping in. Hope you feel up, better. And, uh, we have Alec, uh, we'll get together. Hey, 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 Rich, you're in trouble. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's a reason I'm not a rock star. I didn't pursue, uh, you know, metal or rock or anything like that. I'd be, um, uh, have you seen the, the Motley Crue, um, documentary where they're like yes. snorting, snorting Coke off strippers asses and drinking, like licking the piss up off the, off the, uh, uh, pool deck. Yeah. I, I'd be the stupid one doing stuff like that, but uh, <laughs> yes. So there is a reason I did not pursue it. I watched that movie all too many times when it came out. I think I'm up to, I would say forty plus times I've watched that. Have you seen Metal Lords yet? I haven't. No. Oh, it's a good little flick. It's funny. But yeah, funny. It's, it's crazy what they could get away with back in the day, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely not these days. But uh, so for and what's pretty impressive about Stonehaven, you guys are, are such a, a young band, just starting in twenty twenty, but yet. Texas has a, a huge music scene. We all know that, especially uh, Austin, Texas, you know, and surrounding areas. You guys were voted top three by Audacity, you know, fan votes, um, you know, for opening acts. So that's huge, especially in Texas where you have, I mean, there's tons of music down there. So, um, you know, what kind of, uh, yeah, tell us about that. How'd you feel? Like, um, I mean, I probably would have shit my pants, you know, getting that <laughs> It was pretty crazy. Like yeah. that was before, like this then past he, January, we opened up for Hinder and Tantric. Like that was before any of our big shows were on the line on the schedule or anything like that. We, we were, only had our demo EP out, and like we we're just getting all the support, all the support, and it was just like, holy shit, you know, like where's where's this coming from? Yeah, it was it was pretty humbling though. I mean, yeah. it, it really drove the passion to uh, to get the quality out there and get a get our sound really formed uh after seeing that it kind of you know everybody in the band was like, okay we're not really wasting our time with the garage band anymore let's go do the thing yeah and 2021 you had your self-titled uh or yeah self-titled ep that came out uh most recent song um welcome to the numb um and and i get uh very you know it's it's very uh classic rock so um Hey, what's up, Nick? Thanks for coming in. Yeah, super legit. I mean, uh, check them out, Dan, um, especially if you like some old uh, old school rock and roll vibes. And uh, with, um, you know, being able to play violin, hell, you can even uh, kind of branch into maybe some uh, southern rock, you know, and throw in, hey, you're off the base, you can play some violin for us. Yeah, I got some violin. Used to mess around with banjo a little bit, well, so maybe we can get some. Uh, he doesn't know any. He <laughs> doesn't know any Zeppelin, but they were no stranger to a violin. All right, so uh, Rich, you got your work cut out for you. So uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. But uh, so and uh, some 
you know, your, your new album comes out uh, possibly June 2022. And, uh, you know, so how many tracks are going to be on that? Is that finished up? Tell us a little more about that album. Uh, that one, it's a, uh, that's going to be our first, our first legit studio EP. Uh, sorry. The one on iTunes right now, we went in really young. It was kind of a demo. We just wanted to get some stuff out there for people to hear us because uh, at the time we didn't know of many other bands that played tunes like us in the area. You know, we, we found some good friends, but uh, now this new one, it's a new EP. Uh, we recorded it at Fort Worth Sound with Bart Rose. He's a phenomenal producer. Yeah. Can't say enough about him. He's really helped us come a long way and take all four songs from just uh, rock and roll songs that we wrote. Uh, we wrote them just quickly, you know, <laughs> spur of the moment, the best ones come that way. And uh, so we gave him a good bass and he helped, he produced it for what it is. Uh, really excited about it. For me personally, it's, I take a lot of pride in it just cause it's, when you turn it on, it sounds tenfold over the demo EP really excited and, about that. yeah and the demo is phenomenal as well and uh you. you know louder is my favorite song on a uh, you know out of that ep so um, yeah definitely excited to see what you guys pop up with so i guess the album will encompass like those, those <laughs> old four songs and we'll re-record them because something else it was recorded in standard tuning and since then we've gone just half step down drop c sharp standard and rock and roll tuning yeah so we'll probably re-record that in a new studio and that will That'll be part of the album. You know, the, uh, yeah, those songs will definitely be. Else. You can definitely be looking for those songs in the future. I'll but, be and I'll be honest. Live scream was a real stinker of a, a vocal performance for me, and I, I do it way better now. So. <laughs> we can't comment. I think we You're gonna get burned. You're gonna get uh, crickets chirping on this thing. Right. Uh, so Mason's hair looks very luscious today. Nice to know that you wash it sometimes. So. Thanks, Thanks, Jesse. I washed it just for this. <laughs> uh, Sydney says, uh, louder is awesome. I would have to agree. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to see, uh, you know, an actual, what it turns out, uh, you know, with, you know, a top-notch producer, you know, in, in a great studio and, and just to see how you guys can fine tune that already you know great song so um and and not only that uh and and you guys fit right with this band um so tell us uh who you're opening for uh this friday if i'm correct uh texas hippie coalition they're uh they're they're kind of a genre yeah they're a genre bending band they're metal but they have they're still they have the a, a texas draw to them so it Kind yeah, of red dirt metal. Yeah, red, red dirt metal. Yep. Yeah, so you definitely a uh, big fan of the Texas Hippie Coalition and uh, just the vibes you give off in the music. You guys fit perfect for them, and uh, so yeah, rock that out. Um, yeah, if you haven't, if you haven't yet, if you're in the chat or anything. If you're in the Fort Worth area Friday night, go to our uh, website. You can get tickets still, but don't don't wait long. It's gonna sell out quick. Absolutely. Uh, uh, they always sell out uh, pretty quick, Texas Hippie Coalition. They got uh, they almost have like a cult following, which is, uh, I mean, yeah. it's awesome to see. So yeah. They've played at the Row Club before, and it's just been, uh, pardon my French, but asshole to elbow. Yeah. 
That's the way it should be. It's good to good to get back and actually uh, be out there and jamming out. And uh, you know, for me, you know, to be out there, you know, hanging out and, and listening to live music again. So yeah, man, if we're ever in Florida, we'll have to get together. We'll yeah, we'll have to come out there. That's yeah, we got some. Uh, I'm in Orlando, so I'm not too far uh, from Disney World, but we have some some good venues around. And uh, yeah. If, if you guys <laughs> we could probably talk yeah, to we'll see how that goes. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll get you to play uh, the castle, you know, for the nighttime spectacular. Yeah. Well, uh, Logan, uh, he says he's uh, wants a rub and tug. So uh, that's the only way he's going to the show. Uh, so, Logan, I've learned this is incredible. I just learned this not long ago. But. Um, if you sit on your hand, your hand will go numb, oh. and, it, and it's like a stranger. Oh, Dude, that's part of the advice. So, Somebody else is doing it. There you the go, Logan. Right. Thing. It could be anybody. So If you get something a little quicker, just do the old belt loop around. <laughs> so we're looking out for you, Logan. Anything to help you, buddy. So. <laughs> but, uh, yes. So, um <laughs> I hope so. I mean, you may know him a little bit better uh, backstage, yeah. but no. <laughs> Friendlier, at least. Yeah. Maybe less aggressive. I remember that one. That's not fair. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's been enough, so, way to go, Logan, throwing me off of that. But, uh, yes. So, um, you know, tell us uh, the wildest story that you guys have had as a band so far. That doesn't include a rub and tug backstage. Oh, oh, okay. No. <laughs> okay. We'll tell you the story of how Rich is now our bass player. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. So we're playing at the Ridgely Theater in Fort Worth, and we're, we started the show, everything. Our ex-bass player shows up, and he's, he's in a really happy-go-lucky mood, which is a little bit unusual for him. Sometimes it's just quiet, but he was, but uh, yeah, he was just, he was really extroverted for once. So we're like, yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's going to be a great show. Yeah. Everybody's super pumped. We get up on stage and he starts having, you know, rig issues. Like I think his strap lock broke. So he kind of had to balance the strap on his, on a, on a little peg. And I think some of the, uh, there's not the a cables on his, something. yeah, on his pedal board were getting messed up, whatever. He's just, it's kind of one of the bad shows, you know, what kind of one of the deals where you just need to mute it and pretend like you're, Pretend like you're fucking rocking. But instead, what happened was, I don't I don't know what he, he I don't know what pissed him off so bad, but he he kicked a microphone stand off stage and unstraps his bass and just chucks it out in the crowd and storms off. Last song of the set, middle of the song. Yeah. Like nothing really even happened. And we I was just kind of like, what do I do? Like now, people are looking at me because I got the microphone, and I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck's going on either. <laughs> we just it's part of the stage act, folks. We had to finish up and load off all the gear because there was another. We were opening for a guy, Tyler Gilbert out of Montana. He was on tour, and we caught him down here. He's a great act, super nice guy. He, he didn't, he didn't, he told us not to sweat the whole thing, but we got off stage, got everything going. And uh, that was pretty much the end of that one. We haven't talked to him since. That was a weird deal. Yeah, and uh, Alec just wants to clarify that they are. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Yeah. 
Alec, when he okay, so that's Alec, two X's ago. I hear good Alec is in doctor school right now. He's Dude. an anesthesiologist. That's why he's no longer. He's too smart to play rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Way, way to go and be a smart one there, Alec. Way to go, be some. You know, you just can't be like the rest of us. Whatever, yeah. you know. But um, you know, it's cool to be uh, you know rock star, Alec. But uh, hey, what'd be even cooler? Get you know your doctoral degree and then go back to being a rock star do both yeah, right you can pay for our travel right you can be their doctor <laughs> and play in the band so what's uh what's in the future any uh other than the show friday with texas hippie coalition um you guys got any uh other shows coming up where can we find information uh, about the Stonehaven band for the folks uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, you know, let them know, do you guys have merch? How can we support you guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. We, uh, all Instagram, we got, Facebook, yeah. YouTube. Have, yeah. Any social media. We got a hot June coming up for anybody in the area. We'll be, uh, the first part of June, we'll be frequenting DFW. What do we have? We got a right. No. Yeah. We got Ridgely theater again. We'll be back there. Uh, with siege hammer. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple shows. I can't remember. We have an apps. app that tells us yeah. what's coming up. So we, <laughs> yeah. know, like, we just look the day up. Do we, hey, we need to go rooms. here? But uh, no, June's going to be hot. We'll be traveling to San Angelo in the later half of June, playing with a band out of Tennessee, and their name escapes me at the moment. Uh, 12, 12 Spots. 12 Spots. We got Rob's Billiards, Ridgely Room, uh, the Dead Horse Saloon in San Angelo, Mavericks Bar and Grill in Arlington, and a venue in Fort Worth at we haven't been announced yet, but the lady that we book with is working on getting us there. You know, but yeah, we got a pretty busy June coming up. To stay up to date with that, just go to our uh, our link tree. You can go to our link tree that has all of our uh, all of our links. It's like a tree of links. <laughs> and uh, you can go to. But we have all social media will keep you up to date with that. For merch, we have a square site, so you can go to our link tree and hit the merch button. We got T-shirts, a couple different designs, stickers, CDs, guitar picks, all the what keychains, yeah, dog yeah. tags, neck necklaces, necklaces. And that link tree is uh, Stonehaven Band, so uh, you can look up the link tree Stonehaven Band. Uh, Jess has a, a pretty valid point. Are you sure y'all just aren't very stoned? <laughs> so. Uh, is there going to be a Stonehaven Michael Jackson hologram concert tour? Hell yeah. Duh, yeah. Nick. Like, it's coming actually 2023. Who said Mike's dead? I got him in my basement. Right. You don't even need, uh, yeah, you're just going to release him from the basement and he's going to come yeah. play with y'all and uh, you're going to be a living legend uh, after that. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Logan, that's where you can get your rub and tug. <laughs> I'll start to. <laughs> Oh, he's on one. Logan's probably my favorite dude on this planet. I'll be real honest. Mine's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> who are some of your favorite, uh, not favorites, uh, you know, who influenced you? Well, we already had that question, and you guys kind of covered that topic with uh, Led Zeppelin and, and stuff like that. Uh, so tell the, the fans out there that don't know about Stonehaven about Stonehaven. What should we know about Stonehaven? Other than... Um, you know, Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, Alice Chains, and Stone Temple Pilots had an orgy to make you. What else should we know about you? Uh, 
Well, we're we're an all original band. We pride ourselves on that. We to to this day we've probably played seventy to eighty shows since our start, and we haven't played one cover tune. We uh, we wrote our stuff from the start. We played it. We believed in it, and we backed it, and it's gotten us to where we are now, which has been a great feeling. Uh, Mason and I went to high school together, so that was pretty cool. Uh, he was QB, <laughs> QB one. I was wide receiver. Yeah, we had that connection going. So there was always a chemistry. You yeah. know, we're going to pass it off. We can't pass it off to them too because they don't talk. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you, well, what is Stonehaven? Facebook. About, what is Stonehaven? Ah, yeah. uh, shit. Stonehaven's uh, about Facebook <laughs> and using DFW. We just hate the base players. Yeah. <laughs> Rotating through. Like, like candy, man. <laughs> No, just, no, so it's joy, joy playing with these guys. I mean, they're they're super dedicated, and that's one thing I, I've been really excited about since I've started with them. Uh, you know, I know these guys aren't going to slack out in the middle of everything. You know, they're going to keep pushing through it until they make it, and that's exciting. So yeah. uh, we're going to have to start a new hashtag, hashtag <laughs> save the bass player. So. <laughs> but, um, it's all about an old school sound. Uh consensual orgy um back in that day uh like and i don't know if it was uh you know it might have been a drug fueled uh you know with led zeppelin rolling stones allison change you, you never know what happened back then right. but it's, it's here's that. the byproduct <laughs> it's as easy as tea so every time logan comes in Logan is uh yes, Logan is a trip. So <laughs> like I've never been thrown off my game or fucked up so much. Thank you, Logan. Like his comments are just like um yeah. <laughs> You're disturbing me. Like <laughs> emotional damage. Yeah. All right. So um is that a Joker poster back there? Yep. So it's actually, uh, there's a local artist. Um, I found him at one of the artesian markets in Orlando. Um, and he paints, you know, it's a custom, um, painting has like the city, you know, the Joker and then the Batman. It's actually pretty cool. Um, little piece of work. I love Batman. You know, so I like to, I'm a big art visual guy. So I like to, uh, whatever catches my eye, I throw it up on the wall. So that's cool. Shit. You got kiss right by him. Isn't that kiss? Yep. That's, uh, the original destroyer album. Um, so I put that in the um, in the frame to keep it, you know, nice and safe. So that's cool as shit. So yeah, definitely old school. I grew up on Kiss, Pantera, Megadeth, you know, all the way to Alabama, you know, country, everything. So um, that's something that's really cool that we we meet a lot of is like older guys that have been playing in the scene for a really long time. A lot of them fucking knew Dimebag. Like, yeah, a lot of them knew Dimebag. And they'll tell us stories like, oh, he, you know, he's wild ass. One of Dimebag's friends. Uh, yeah, one of Joe. He came to one, uh, one of Dimebag's. Uh, was it friends or like your two? There's one of the, No, I use his. Uh, oh. Yeah, he showed up to one of our shows. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, said he was Dimebag's best friend, had some cool stories. Couldn't really understand them. That's how you know he was Dimebag's best friend. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he made it out. That's like I, Ozzy. You can't understand what yeah. the hell he's like, and and I, that's crazy. I don't get it. Ozzy can still sing, but he can't but talk. He yeah, yeah. So, he's, 
Hey, did you see, have you ever seen the interview that he did with Nikki Six on his podcast? And Zach, Zach has the friends. He'd be like, uh, say something, and Zach would be like, oh, yeah. I remember that time when we were like on the tour bus or whatever. I'm like, how'd you get all that? <laughs> I guess years of hanging out with him. Um, I, you know, I watched, they had a, they had a show. Was it on MTV or I don't know. They had a family show. I, for, I forget even the name of it, but, uh, yeah, I guess when you bite the heads of birds off and do all those kinds of drugs, your brain kind of gets fried after a couple of years. But, uh, if you um, snort ants, yeah, <laughs> I don't think that kills them. They're still crawling around up there controlling. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Right. like worms in the brain. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, totally fucked that guy up. But he could still sing. Um, and how great is Black Sabbath and Ozzy's solo career? Yes. But Black Sabbath is just Black Sabbath, that's another band that we didn't mention. But that that's a huge mention because I think that's really big in our music. Actually, it's mm-hmm. something we we've started doing as we've matured more songwriters. Is you know they kind of have those two part songs where it's like real heavy, real to the point, and then it's like a one minute section or whatever. Then just absolutely grooving balls to the walls. That's something we like to try to incorporate in our music. That was the golden era of metal, you know. Yeah, it's not even the heaviest stuff, but for me, Sabbath, uh, Metallica, those guys. That's like that's my bread and butter for heavy metal. I don't like to go much heavier than that. Yeah, I remember. I mean, that's the good old days of rock and roll. When uh, don't take this wrong, folks. When we didn't raise a bunch of pussies, you know. Yeah. Our, our parents gave us a cigarette or, you know, here, taste the beer. You, you want to taste it, you know, type of deal. But um, so if you read the Dirt book, it talks how Ozzy did acid every day for one year just to see what it would do to him. Well, we found out. Leave it to the doctor to tell us what he did. He just walks around making weird moaning noises. I got you. Yeah, so definitely a, definitely a crazy time back then. I mean... Yeah, I couldn't be. I, I can't be a rock star now, let alone back then. I'd be dead. No, you um, just gotta have a really good DD. Now <laughs> you go to jail. No, I would. Uh, I'd be like Ozzy. I'd be doing all kinds of dumb shit. So, you know, I'd be. You get too much freedom. You know, yeah, too, yeah too much freedom back then. Once you get that big, you know, and you get all that fame, you can I mean, essentially do whatever the hell you want to do. You know, you got your entourage, you got everybody you want to, you know, whatever you want to do. So carry around a quarter million in a briefcase to bail you out. So, and, uh, but yeah, uh, so we're going to wrap it up here shortly, folks. So if you have any questions, do not hesitate to throw them in the chat. Uh, for you that are listening on the podcast, this is Stonehaven Band based out of Texas. They were founded in 2020. Uh, top three fan voted uh, by Odyssey uh, for opening act. And uh, the best way to look them up is Linktree, and you can find them on Linktree at Stonehaven Band. So uh, any final stories or departing words you'd like to tell the fans or let the fans know? Did you ever snort cocaine off a stripper's ass yet? No. I wore a shirt that said I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a stripper <laughs> show, show one time. Yeah, you ran from her. You did. That's a bad. (laughs) Well, now you gotta tell us. So. (laughs) I'm like the instigator. So he has this young lady show up to a show, and come to find out she's an exotic dancer. And me being the instigator, I'm like, 
Chase is really into you. Like he just loves the way he looks and everything. And he, and he was like, well, I don't know that I want to go home with this young lady. <laughs> but I, I'm just, I'm just in her ear. I got the inspiration. I got the inspiration for Ray Wiley Hubbard. Uh, go check out his song, Mother Blues. One of the first things he says is when I was 21 years old, all I wanted was a stripper girlfriend and a gold top Les Paul. And I'm a big Les Paul guy, and I already got the gold top. So, <laughs> so uh, the moral of the story, moral of the story, she took you home and finished you. No, we parted ways. I left the bar and I said, hey, yeah, my amp head in the seat right next to me. Back seats loaded up. There could be no other person in this <laughs> That's cool. She drove herself there, so they, they probably rendezvoused at some point. Just, right. Yeah, yeah I, I was expecting. Um, what's up, metal guy? Uh, don't forget to like the video. Absolutely, thank you, metal yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. So I was expecting a story where uh, he actually went home with the, the exotic dancer, and you know, a, a, a wang fell out. So we're not that cool. <laughs> we're not that. Cool. There's no no cocaine. So either, I remember the story. Though. Either there's nobody doing it in the scene, or we're not good enough yet. Yeah. music to find it there's no cocaine well, off of strippers either no that's not we all right we played i won't name band names because this talks of narcotics and such legalities yeah <laughs> but uh we played a show for some guys and when we were getting off stage there was this horrible smell and uh looked to the right and homeboy was chooching on his crack pipe behind nice. him yeah. and his girlfriend yeah. Like right before they were on, yeah. Like, kind of had like a Vince Neil thing about them too, you know. Like, dude, my girlfriend bought these pants for eight hundred dollars. <laughs> he was wearing like these really skinny white pants, and that's just what came to mind. Like he was token on the pipe, like the first step right before the stage. Like, yeah, he was going right before going. He on. was going off stage like every couple songs to get his voice back. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, but uh, yeah, some- Mason is the instigator. I found out Silent Planet concert, the dude was dancing in front. No, of No, 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 that was you. <laughs> Alec fucking threw a beer can at some guy that looked like Ned Flanders because he was like trying to mosh into us. He was like some nerdy kid with glasses kept trying to like elbow us, and Alec just like. Softball and you handed a beer can at him that he hadn't even opened yet. That's nice. You. Alec is the instigator. <laughs> yeah, I hate the mosh pits now. It's like damn ninjas out there. <laughs> I'm too old for that. So. I don't know how to swim, dude. <laughs> I just like to run around and run into each other. I don't want to get punched in the mouth yeah. from a flying arm. Oh, shit. So uh, we all know where Chase got the clap from. Don't lie, right? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, it's hey, nothing a little penicillin can't cure, right? So yeah, just, we got, just, they make medication. For right, just pop the penicillin, you'll be good. So, Can you please tell the Halloween story. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> we you can tell me like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we had to go to Austin. Don't, don't say where though. Don't no, say no, no. Okay, so we went to Austin for a Halloween show, and he showed up. Alex showed up in a complete black morph suit with an alien mask on. <laughs> and we're like, you're not going to be able to like play the show. That is the Halloween show. He's talking about the chick after the Yeah. He's talking about the chick after the Okay, show. so the, the sound lady at this show, she's also the promoter and owner of the club and everything else. She's running the show. And I think, I mean, she's just like this, the super amped, right? Super excited to, to be there. And, sure. 
so like halfway through the show she dumps like the whole thing of fog in the fog machine which is like right in front of us. so we're like we can't see it i'm huffing on fumes and then we get done and she's like she set up a camera to record and it, we're out it's kind of way out like in the, in, in the boonies outside of austin and she just gets in front of the camera and is like Fuck yeah, Stonehaven! I wasn't expecting that shit and was like dancing in front of it and then like running over to the soundboard and like fucking with it and then dumping in the fog. It was fucking awesome. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, straight from the main cocaine. Her five minutes of fame. She's, uh, yeah. At least she gets her clothes on, right? Yeah, thank God. Yeah, I mean, we kind of have a strict rule. Women over forty-five keep their clothes on backstage. <laughs> hey, that hey, the older the better. Well, you know, experience. it's, it's the least know. likely to turn into child support payments. That's fair. <laughs> you, <got a> point. <laughs> you, That's said, you just dropped a nugget of wisdom on it. So, yeah. <laughs> so all right. Uh, so <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure having you guys on the show. Um, man, we thank you for having us. Thank you. Absolutely, keep rocking. I look forward to the new album coming out uh, in June of 2022. And uh, until next time, uh, folks, I hope we pleasure your ear holes and keep it sloppy. Yes, sir. Y'all See y'all.